Hey guys, Channing Fry from the Road Tripping Podcast here. I have been wanting to go to an Arsenal game for years, but I just haven't found the time to book it. But if you're like me and are ready to book your travels today, the nerds at NerdWallet are here to help you take the first step towards making your dream a reality. NerdWallet's team of nerds research hundreds of the top credit cards, mortgages, and more so that you can easily compare and find what's right for you. Maybe you're looking for some adventure or maybe an elevated heart rate that only finals tickets can provide. NerdWallet can help you compare and find the smartest cashback cards to get more of your spending and turn that safe cash into courtside tickets to see your team play up close and personal. Ready to compare your way there? Take the first step by discovering the smartest credit cards, mortgages, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NMLS 1617539. But he has this line in one of his songs. And he said, I'm like, I'm like a pizza. She can't have my cheese unless she get to topping. <laughs> Welcome, cheers, into this edition of Road Trippin' presented by Blue Wire. I just added that in there with Richard and Channing. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. Um, all right, guys, I have a different plan of attack here because we just kind of started the podcast. Oh, let's way, go. And you're wearing a showstopper shirt. Before we get into all the NBA Finals talk, um, let's put basketball yeah. to the side and do a little bit of the pop culture questions. Um, I am going to give a shout out to Tight. Jeremiah, our producer, who actually sent me a text and was like, take it easy shout on me this out, week. I, I think I have a little writer's block. He's like, I'm kind of struggling when it comes to the content this week. And I actually think that these questions are like top notch when it comes to the pop culture. So I was like, what does he mean writer's block? I thought it was epic. Um, we're going to begin with this. An Alaskan woman, did you guys see this, went viral after throwing a possum out of a New York City bar literally picked it up <laughs> by its scruff and carried it outside have you guys seen this one possums don't i did not see that yes. but possums do not play hey can i tell you a really funny story have i told this on here yet no and this is where so i want i got fat scooters <laughs> shout out fat scooters and i'm riding around my neighborhood with a buddy of mine i've had a few glasses of wine we're bumping earth wind and fire right so I'm one of the only black guys are you, in my are neighborhood. You, are, you, are you straddling him? Are you straddling him? No. He's, not like he's the big, just kidding. We have two bikes, you, you uh, fuck uh, lord. Not in, <laughs> no, if you were the big spoon or the little spoon. You can't have my big ass with another human on these bikes. Anyways, so we're scooting around, just going up and down the street. And uh, I see this possum. Now, I've had a few. Again, I'm going to say. And I was like, oh, man. The thing was in the street. I was like shit it must have got hit or because it was kind of moving i was like oh poor thing so my buddy was like channing don't and i grab its tail and i was like oh it's dead <laughs> and i'm like looking at this thing it's like it's a alive six it's alive it's alive <laughs> so was alive. i put it on the ground and i was like oh the possum is playing dead and i have a video of me doing this and i go home and my wife and I show the video and she takes my hand like this and she was like, wash your hands for five minutes. And she was like, Channing, what's this saying about possums? And I was like, uh, they're ugly. And she was like, no, possums play dead, play Channing. Go look what a damn possum is now. 
So I get back on my scooter. It's right around my house. That possum was gone up the tree. I said, that motherfucking possum got me. It got me. <laughs> that possum was so good at playing possum. Dude, I was so like, good. oh, look at this poor possum. It wasn't even, it, it, you're like, it was so good at playing possum. Like, that's why I like, love oh, shit. Yeah. I love Lauren. It was like, oh, shit, that's a big-ass dude right there. Yoink. She's literally like, come on, dude. Like, don't you ever say to your kids, play possum, let's play possum? Like, don't you ever, like. No. No. Oh, my new game no. is the quiet. My new game is the quiet game with my boys. I'll just drop the quiet game on them, especially in the car. I'm like, they'll just be doing something. I'm like, uh oh, quiet game. And they'll both get really quiet very quickly. I was like, all right, who's going to win this? We have five minutes. We have two miles till we're home. Richard Jefferson versus Phoenix Jefferson. The quiet game. Who's going to get to pick the movie today? Like, I've turned it into a complete game, and those little those boys will just. Have your kids not? Have your kids not hit you back with, "Dad, we're playing the quiet game. Why are you talking?" And then you have to start all over. Excuse me. No, no yeah, I, com- get, I commentate. I, I commentate. Oh, so okay. I commentate it. Okay, we're going to the next one. Oh, hang on. So, love the possum story, Channing. Um, Richard, have you ever had a a moment like that where you found an animal and literally picked it up? That was actually the question, Channing. Wow. (laughs) You truly picked up a possum. Mm -mm. Yeah, no, but but his tail was weird feeling, too. But a possum possum bit uh, Elwood. Um, I have an English bulldog. I know Elwood. Poor Elwood. So, he, uh, he bit him when I was in San Antonio. And Elwood got the best of them, but he wasn't feeling too good. <laughs> Dude, their teeth are crazy. Their teeth I will are actually crazy. give You're a right, shout out Rich, to my. <clears throat> I was looking for water. There it is. I'll actually give a shout out to my mom. We um, had bats in our house growing up all the time. Oh, oh. <laughs> my my dad would run and hide like a little, you know what. And my mom would come out with a racket, and no, I don't she know. would, yeah, yeah. Wow. Bill. Like, like great outdoors, like like a great outdoors. I mean, she would Does come out with that racket outdoors? in her bucket. She's trapped them in windowsills before. She has trapped them, pinned them to the ground. She has picked them up with her bare hand, like my mother. Ew, that's rabies. Oh, well, bats co- are wild. Oh, they don't mess. They don't play. But either does Kim. Like, okay. For the win. She's the real MVP. I can see your mom coming out with a racket and like a face shield <laughs> with gloves, just whapping them like Rafael on the doll. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, we'll do this one. When asked about retirement by reporters, you guys saw this, right? Pat Riley responded, what? I'm 77 years old and I can do more push ups than you right now. Was there ever an old badass scared. coach across the sidelines that you were ever intimidated by? Oh, Jerry Sloan? Yeah, Jerry Sloan looked like he would cuss out everyone. He looked yeah. like really? he looked like he would cuss out his mom. Yeah. Oh. He just had a he was Dude, Jerry grumpy. Sloan. And don't say nothing. Jerry, let's shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no Damn. way. Yeah. Really? You're garbage. Oh, dude, he would he would cuss anybody out. Let's just He's say like, well, I wasn't surprised that Jerry Sloan and Darren Williams ended poorly. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Like the like those two personalities are very very different. Like very. I don't think very, I know that story. Different. Yeah. I think Jerry Sloan retired at halftime. 
He quit at halftime. The coach <laughs> that had bad. been with them for like 92 years, and it wasn't all – I swear, it wasn't no, all like – It wasn't like Darren Williams' fault. Like, I don't know the whole backstory. I, it wasn't It wasn't all Darren Williams, but he came out at halftime. He was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, quit at halftime. <laughs> that was the last time he coached. was like at halftime or some shit. It was Be- wild. Between yeah. the two of His you – His teams were tough. Tough. Between the two of you, we talked last episode about your workout regimen. Who do you think could um, – uh-huh. Bust out more push-ups right now, between the two of you. Yeah. Richard, I hate push-ups. Yeah, push-ups <laughs> are not good for for guys with our body types. Our body types are not great for push-ups. Push-ups Dude, and pull-ups. I've been benching more. Push-ups and Richard, pull-ups. Richard, you've been benching. Uh, not as much as I would like, because you know I've been on the road. But you know, I try and get a little, a little this, a little that. In I did that. two. I did two fifty for six. Holy shit, bro! This is the thing. So this is the thing with basketball players. When we retire, because we've never really lifted to get strong, we've always lifted to yeah. be strong. And so, like, guy, like basketball players never lift to get big. Don't get big, yeah. Channing. Don't get big. No, I'm not getting big. I need more muscle to burn off the fat. No, that's not the way it works. I do more legs. I do more legs than anything. And if I have a big chest, it makes it look yeah, like small my belly. stomach is yeah. smaller. It's called, fl- <laughs> it's called fluffing the pillows. It's called fluffing the pillows. Yeah, dude, fluffing the pillows. Yeah. Oh, I got to fill okay. out the shirt. Yeah, you got to fluff the pillows. <clears throat> I wish someone told chest. me that because I always lifted to get big. It's just like when I drink. I drink to get drunk. I can't just go and, like, have a drink. I just think of calories. But when Damn. I... <laughs> Oh. Is this where we talk to you about your problems? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> this is a safe space, Allie. This is safe I, space. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I... Be, as you have a beer. <laughs> right? Um, no, I'm just saying, I took the weight room very serious. So I never had those, like, as you you talk about, 265 six times. Is that what you said? You benched? 250 six times. 250 six times. 250, huh? Yeah. All right, let's that? transition. We'll come back to some pop culture at two the end. Having minutes. said that, though, um, it is two time. Two plates is clink, clink. When the plates be clanking, clink, clink. <laughs> it is time to compare clink, your clink. way there, presented clink, by NerdWallet. Discover the smartest <laughs> credit cards, mortgages, and more at NerdWallet.com. All right, NBA Finals talk. We're two games in. Obviously, this series shifts back to Boston. And our comparison that we're going to talk about this week, which star backcourt duo, in your mind, finishes the finals with more combined points? As of right now, Curry mm. and Clay are combined 89 through two games. Tatum and Brown, 81 through two. Go. I'm going to say Steph and Clay. Because now here, and we'll get into this, and this is more of a question for you guys. Jalen and Jason Tatum were more driving kick guys. I think Tatum had 13 assists in game one. Wasn't shooting very well. Was taking the right shots, right? But wasn't making them, so he became more of a a distributor. And they won. The next game, him and Jalen were going off in the first half, right? Going off in the first quarter and really being aggressive, and they were making those shots. But then they lose by 30. What what person does Boston need to win? Like, which version of them do they need? Right? Do that? Does Jason Tatum need to get fifty for Boston to win? Does Jalen Brown need to go more one on one? Does it need to be more of an Andre Iguodala type? Like that's what I'm saying. It's like that's an interesting mindset. It's like, damn, I had 13 points, we won by 30. I had 30 points and we lost by 30. Like, what does the team need? And that's a weird space to be in in the NBA Finals. 
Because you're like, shit, like, I was taking the right shots. I just missed. But I was getting everyone involved. The second game, I was getting off. But then no one else is really involved, and we lost by a lot. So what is what does Boston need? Yeah, I, I, I look. I know people have been saying, talking about how inconsistent Tatum is, but like he's been more consistent than I think people give it give him credit for. And when he does have an yeah. off night, he has a bounce back game. Sorry, guys, Jason Tatum might not be at the space where he just goes and goes thirty five every single night. You know, like we didn't see that from Kevin Durant. He's 23. Yes, I'm saying he's. We didn't see that from Kevin Durant. (laughs) Like, like LeBron. Like I know. Like if people are looking for him to just to have that, like, like 30, 30 points a game, like every single night. That's not where he's at right now. And I think, as Channing, you know this. Great teams are chameleons. Great teams are chameleons. Great teams can beat you any different way. I don't know why you did that with your tongue, Um, but (laughs) a chameleon. But my point is, is this is that like. You know, Grant Williams has led him in threes, uh, had led him in shot attempts. Marcus Smart has led him in shot attempts multiple times. So it could be Jalen Brown. It could be Jason Tatum. So they're a team, and they're going to do whatever they can. They're not going to just force feed Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown nonstop. Yeah. So I, I think Steph, he's going. Steph's going to do what Steph does. Yeah. All right. I, I think in Golden State's offense, Clay and Steph are in constant motion, where in Boston's offense – they have to find the right matchup. So that's like, you okay, you start off with Wiggins on you. He's a really good defender. You set a screen, all of a sudden Draymond gets on him. Really good defender. Come here, Steph. Oh, switch. Now you got Clay on you. There's six seconds to go, and now you got to go against one of the best two-way players, I think, of our generation. So for me, it's hard for him to always pick out that one guy and be consistent, but he has to chuck up good shots. Right, they can't turn the ball over, or that's three points. So sometimes he just got to take a bad shot so that his team could get back on defense, and he don't get a turnover. Yeah. And I'll stand, and I'll stand, I'll stand by the fact that I think that Jason Tatum shoots too many jumpers. Right, and I and I and I not like too Yo, many like he's a step back, not, not too God many like he damn. can't hit them. Not that he's not great. Not that he can't beat you with it, or not that he can't have a night. But the most consistent players, if you're not like this super skilled, they get to the free throw line. They get to the free throw line anywhere between, you know, 10 and 12 times a night, especially for a person of his caliber. So, yeah, <clears throat> between 10 and 12, yeah. So, <laughs> dick. So, if he gets to the free throw line, if he gets to the free throw line, let's say, you know, 10 times, knocks down eight or nine of them, makes, you know, just three or four field goals. Now he's at 20, right? Now he's at 20, yeah. just like, even if he's five for 18. He's still got 20 points because he's got the free throws. He's got a couple of buckets. Like, these are the things. So, I just think that if he attacks and gets free throws and gets easy buckets, in my opinion, that will help. The, as, the, the, the roller coaster won't be as big of a dip and then a high. It'll, be, it'll start to kind of level out. Yeah. When he's going north and south, he is unbelievable. Same with Jalen Brown. But when he starts going east and west – Teams are able to guard, and they have five underneath. So even when he shoots these long threes, that's a problem. If he misses, now Draymond catches it, mismatch, drive, kick, dribble, handoff, roll, easy layup for Looney. Like, when you get downhill, that's the only way to beat Golden State. Attack relentlessly and get layups. I'd be shocked to see points in the paint from game one to game two. All right, I want to take this conversation one step further based off of a couple of things that you guys said, but for a moment, that was Compare Your Weight There, presented by Nerd Wallet. 
Discover the smartest credit cards, mortgages, and more at nerdwallet.com. Okay, a couple of things. Go back to the Jason Tatum uh, conversation point that was made, expectation, Channing saying he's only 23 years old. What are we saying about Jason Tatum? Like he's not... What do you mean? Well, people have him as like a top, you know, the conversation is, is he a top five player? Is he a top eight player? And I'm saying he has the, he has the, the talent, obviously, to be a top. I think he has the talent to be a top he three. Has talent, he has, the yeah, talent. If you told me that Jason Tatum today would win. Physically, MVP, I don't know physically and like conditioning wise and mentally, he understands and can do that consistently to be north and south. Like, if you notice LeBron, when he's at his peak, LeBron is coming at you almost every single time until he feels a rhythm, and then he'll go shoot his step back, you know, look at the ball, bullshit shots. Giannis, coming at you, coming at you, coming at you, right? I mean, yes, Allie, that was funny, sorry. A lot of things coming at you, right? You gotta dodge it. Then you got Joel Embiid. When he gets on the block, he's putting pressure on you. He's getting to the free throw line. Where Jason, Tate, where Jason Tatum's next step comes is where he gets north and south, where he posts up guys and gets to the free throw line so that no, no matchup that has him is an advantage for the other team. He's not there yet. Well, and, I just, and I, and, and that, I actually like, appreciate that because right, I right think it's a, it's a hard thing to hear, I guess, when it's like you're hearing this narrative that Tatum is 10 to 13, that kind of player. Yet we want to still throw in the excuse like he's still 23 years old. Like, what are we expecting? Well, then we probably shouldn't what, be putting what? that kind of title or, or that, right? What? The, well, well that, that yes, Allie, you're 100% right. It's not being said as an excuse. It's being said as a way that, like, he's not the going he's not the best version of himself he will be better at 25 no. he will be better at 28 some of the things that we're talking about will only be done through reps and consistency so we're saying that like hey this is his performance what does he have to do to be more consistent keep playing more basketball right like keep like think about it. this is his third conference finals first finals in his and he's been in the league five years and he's been a pretty consistent performer and like elevated guy so when we say the he's only 23 i say it from the standpoint of like 24. what does he need to be consistent rebounds for 24 excuse me he, he needs to go do all of these things i say it from a place of he i believe that he will figure it out if you told me that that jason tatum had an mvp in his future i wouldn't be surprised but you oh. still got to give context of like he's got a lot more basketball to learn and that's just flat out true oh. and that's not a knock that's just experience which in one regard his room for growth might be the most go ahead, go ahead, of any young player yeah and this is no knock on luca no knock on jaw no knock on anything on any other great player Jason Tatum's room for growth of how he can dominate the NBA. He can shoot more consistently. He can get stronger. He can get better conditioning when it comes north and south, right? Like he can become a better playmaker. Realistically, he is, we've seen the first glimpse of the next version of Jason Tatum starting January 1st. We've only seen six months of playmaker Jason Tatum. What happens when he has a whole nother year of playmaker Jason Tatum? He could he could fuck around and average a triple double 
easy with his well, team, it, well, right? Because he gets by his first guy, bow, next, boom, boom. The game, the, this, when, when Jason Tatum, like some people are natural scorers, natural shooters, natural slashers, natural athletes. When Jason Tatum learns to play make a way through the game, like, oh, you know what? I don't even feel like shooting tonight. I'm just going to go and set up my teammates. When he gets to that spot where the game becomes so easy, where it's like like he did in game one, I don't want to give him all the credit for the 12 assists like he was out there being a point guard. No, he was just making the right play, and Al Horford and these guys started knocking down crazy shots. They weren't exactly like 100% spoon-fed. But Jason Tatum, when he learns how to play make like Luka, I don't know if he'll ever be able to, but if he learns how to play make like Luka or Braun, you know, or like some of these like wing players that do it all, that's when it's just like the, it's over because he's on these def- even even Giannis. Giannis, we don't talk about yeah. his playmaking. Giannis is an amazing playmaker. Right, like that's why they oh. gave him the ball five years ago and just said, "Hey, dude, go dunk <laughs> or throw it to somebody for an open shot." Yeah. So he's that's just the next the next iteration of his game has to be a bigger five six assist guy, right? Because then it's like, dude, what what you come double team me here? You come because I don't know, you know, where he's going to go on the offensive side. He can keep getting better, but his playmaking will make him the playmaking improvement will put him in the top ten easy in this league. Let's take a quick time out because we have a few great products that we want to tell you about this week. Hey everyone, it's Channing Fry, and I'm back to tell you more about our friends over at NerdWallet. You still dreaming about those finals tickets? We mentioned at the top of the episode, well, what if we told you that NerdWallet can help you take the first steps to make those dreams a reality? NerdWallet's team of nerds research hundreds of the top credit cards, mortgages, and more so you could easily compare and find what's right for you. Let's get you even more rewards with a smart cashback card for all your trip essentials. NerdWallet can help you find a card to give you cash back on restaurants, gas, car rentals, and even those hot pretzels at the game. Ready to compare your way there? Take the first step by discovering the smartest credit cards, mortgages, and more today at nerdwallet.com. All right, road trippers, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Our entire crew loves it, and we know you will too. Prize Picks has the best NBA prop game across the market. They offer more NBA props than any other DFS operator, and they offer every player and stat category you can think of. All new users that make their first deposit and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN will receive an instant 100% deposit match up to $100. Remember, with Prize Picks, you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks even allows mixed sport entries. Use the award-winning Prize Picks app either on the App Store or Google Play today. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Make this year's finals a little more exciting and enjoy a special bonus offer on us. Check out prizepicks.com and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN or go to your app store today and download the app today. Remember, Road Trippers, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. How um, many years will it take for a player like Jason Tatum for you guys to say he's in his prime? Because people will say right now, but he's got five years in the league. Like, how much longer do you have to give him before the expectations can be placed on him and you can properly or appropriately evaluate him based off of the experience years, the time? Year, two, two, I would say I would say two or three more years before his prime. See, because this is the thing. Just because him as a younger player is better than everyone else doesn't mean it's his actual prime. Right? It's like, well, he's been right. in the league five years. Yeah. yeah, but he came in at 19. Right? So it's like, it's like, for a player like that, your prime 
typically in basketball is between 28 and 32, like somewhere between there. That's your prime. You, when you're physical, you're mental, you're emotional, you're not partying as much. There's nothing. You bought everything. It's just really basketball. You can kind of start to see the end of your career because you're like, oh, shit, you know. So there's like a lot of things that all go into that pot right around that age. Uh, so just because you were you know, averaging 22 points, 23 points a game in your third year at 22, that's not your prime. That's definitely not your prime. Your body, you're not even like literally physically a man yet, right? Like you're still like a, I don't want to say a boy, but you're like in that in-between stage, right? You're a fifth year Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're a fifth year like You're not even like a, you're not even a grown man. When you get to like that 28, you're a grown man at that point oh. in time, you know? You got some grown man hips. <laughs> I think with Jason Tatum, and this is where he'll evolve, is he'll go, I want y'all to make me score tonight. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to get past my guy. My teammates are going to be, he doesn't have to be pass first like Steve Nash, but he'll go, you know what? If I make these plays at the beginning, y'all can't double team me because, you know, Grant Williams is on fire. You know, you, you know, Peyton Pritchard's on fire. Jalen Brown's on fire. So now y'all got to guard me straight up. Oh, I could get 20 and a quarter. There goes my average of 20, 28, right? Because now I got to the free throw line because now the matchups aren't correct. So he's a natural scorer. But when he realizes that if he passes first, he can get back to scoring, it's it's over. Before well, we go on to agree more. game three, can you guys help me understand um, the call, no call on Draymond, the double tech situation, and how the game can be officiated differently in a situation like that? I watched the game and I understood. I heard Steve Jaffe obviously go through it all and kind of break it down. And you don't want to see a player obviously ejected at this stage of the game, but we've seen it. We saw it with a couple of players in your series, obviously back in 2016. Um, help me understand that. <laughs> because the technical, it, and this is my this is my thing. The technical isn't that much of the game, right? That little scuffle, right, isn't enough. Doesn't affect the game enough to use it as a reason to throw out a player that will ultimately so you try to avoid that at all costs like they don't want to just play oh that's your second technical boom right they don't want to do that because they want the mm -hmm. game to dictate the game and unless it's a fight like even 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 when it happened with Bron and Draymond it was a afterwards he had been assessed another technical and then that's when you know all of that stuff happened but in that moment the referees, everyone's, oh, the referees make it about themselves. The referees are cheating. But no, they want this game to be de determined by the players. So if they can eke away from a technical, and it's not just Draymond. He's not the first player. He's just a player that puts himself in that position the most. To me, if you really look, right, you got to go with your gut. If you really look at the film, Draymond, he probably was tired. He didn't really react in a way that wasn't he wasn't like he was coming at Jalen Brown if you notice he goes hey man my bad like chill out he wasn't even trying to escalate the situation he wasn't like fuck you I put my shoe in your mouth it was more like yo my bad like I we fell I'm yeah, tired yeah, yeah you're right yeah. here Jalen Brown took exception yeah. to having a shoe like dude everyone's like man relax put it this way for the referees that have kicked Draymond Green out because of that 
they would have gotten yeah. roasted. Mm-hmm roasted instead you go hey we made a gut play we were there draymond didn't deserve to get a technical neither did jalen brown they did they disagreed on the play that's going to happen in nba finals emotions are running super high so for me they made the correct call you can try to go draymond into you know getting those two technicals. thank you but at that, in that instance you can try to goad him into those, which missed, I think Jalen Brown was trying to. Missed an opportunity. Missed an opportunity. Missed an opportunity. Jalen Brown should have really went at him and got yes. a technical. He missed so, it. He so in missed the Celtics locker because room, he could have really moving forward. Is that yes. a yep. point of emphasis? Yes. Well, it was a point of emphasis for every team, right? It's a point of emphasis. A point of emphasis for every team. We make it seem like basketballs with X's and O's. Basketball is literally a study in in human emotions, right? And trying to keep your emotions in check, but also using your emotion to fuel you and power you and push you, right? Like you hit a big shot, you're screaming, you're yelling, you're hyped. You're not coming down trying to hit another one of those shots to go scream and yell every time. And so when I look at this, it's like, dude, when players, Channing, you know this, when players get hit in the face or whatever happened, they will lay on the ground just trying to draw like a flagrant oh, oh, oh. and they all hold their face they all hold their face because they want the referees oh. to review it it's just like in soccer you're trying to bait the referees into a review a flagrant everybody's talking about review all the time that's everything because players are trying to manipulate the game so if you're if you're a player and you don't have a technical and draymond has a technical and he engage you engage him all the way oh Bro, engage, engage, engage the him, fuck out of him all the way. And and rightfully so. <laughs> this is not dirty basketball. If you can't keep your emotions in check and I can use that to get you thrown out or if I can use that to, like, you know, do whatever. Because, like, Draymond does it all the time. Draymond will just, like, scream and yell. He'll oh. be like, these blank, blank, blanks can't guard me. Blah, blah. Like, he's saying all of that because he's trying to get into a person's head. Right? I'm not saying go out and start a yeah. fight with Draymond. But if Draymond engages you, no. oh, engage him all the way. Like you're missing him. It's a, it's the same thing when like Larry Bird when they like they were like, oh, <laughs> it, you know the old school players. If you, if you had a back injury, the first thing they would do is hit you in your back. If you had a, a, a messed up thumb, first thing they would do was smack down on the ball. That's all a part of like the where can I tweak out something. If Jalen Brown would have got upset and would have gone after Draymond and gone after Draymond, everybody been like, oh, Jalen Brown didn't like that. And Draymond wouldn't have backed down. Draymond wouldn't have walked away because he are, he can't he walk can't. away because he's that emotional firepower. So if he walks away, it looks like there he's somewhat retreating. So Draymond's going to engage, and that's his second technical. They won't be able to stop Draymond. Dude, getting getting the game starts like this. Getting this is the difference between winning and losing. If you can make one player be less aggressive right or if you can make a player be overly aggressive so now that they're out of control they're not focused on their game plan they're focused on you draymond gets you every team has a cadence and a rhythm and what draymond does an elite level at is he gets you to stop being present and start looking at him right and you hear al horford and you hear these guys say don't let him do that it is hard right rasheed wallace used to do it uh 
Patrick Ron Beverly Artest. does it. It's all about breaking your cadence. Oh, <laughs> Ron, Ron. I used to not Ron, talk Ron. to Ron too Ooh, much. Ooh, I was going to have Meta <laughs> on the podcast. I used to not talk to Ron, Ron too much. Should we get Meta on the Why? podcast? Why? Get it. Yes. Oh, he's oh, amazing. Dude. Oh, my God. Said, okay. For sure. He's great. He he's is nice, so nice. He's oh, caveman. He's caveman built. He's caveman built. Like he Dude. just is, and he just like yeah, runs. Listen, and, no, 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 yeah, no, no. he a different beast. But but to get back to that, you see, Draymond only does that for the most part with the role players, right? Draymond understands that if you're you're only getting four or five shots realistically, if you miss four of those, we've won the game because now the main two guys have to go. Well, damn, I can't pass it to him, or I missed this pass, or I'm not ready. Now your bench is shortened. These are things that you have to look at in the game, right? Dante Jones did a great job of it. When people would put their powder down, this is how crazy we were. Dante Jones would mess up their powder <laughs> so they couldn't do their regular routine. It was to that point. Dante's like, psh, 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 psh. <laughs> they pour it down, he, psh, psh, psh. he broom it off. They're like, what the fuck? He goes, fuck you. You know how people do the new tape? He put their feet on the new tape and dirty it up until it was like, it Stop would ruin it. anything. Or, or just to get you out of your head or just annoy you. Like, yeah. That's it. We're just petty. Like, uh, you know, Dante yeah, Jones talking to Basketball players are the best way. They always talk about basketball being dramatic. It is. But the underlying part about that is that we're petty. And that's when it becomes dramatic. Right? You see the little ch chirping on Twitter. You see all of this other stuff. By the way, no I have another likes... topic that we're going to talk about at some point. No one likes petty more than me. But I yeah. just say this. I don't, I don't tell people to go and start something, but if someone en engages you, right. then you have to then use your brain. Yeah. Say if so, I do. If someone say I do. I see. I got to see what you did there. But if, if, if that's the case, then you got to, in my opinion, you have to engage because that's a tactical, it's no different in hockey. And, and, you know, you have the penalty box and if someone starts something, then you get a power play and not like, it, it's like this in sports. If someone can't control their emotions or consistently puts themselves in that environment, how can you use that to your benefit? Period. Smart. Genius. What conversation do you want to talk about? So we had, okay, <laughs> I forgot. Who's, who sent this? So the, we're going to go Chronicles of the Text Chain. Oh, God. I think uh, I sent it. Okay. Uh, I sent it. Let me see. This is what the team show? text chain. Great yeah, yeah. Team text chain. Hold on, hold on. Wait. So our boy, our boy, uh, our boy, uh, Miles Bridges, who I love. I love Miles Bridges. Oh, Great player. Um, I love that he's gotten better every single year, all the different things. But he's also a rapper, as a lot of young players are. Again, more than athletes. I don't question. I don't question. Um, players like using their artistic expression, rapping, playing instruments, doing business deals. I don't question that. This is a new age. Like we were a part of, of that transition. We started a podcast while we were still playing. But he has this line in one of his songs. And he said, I'm like, I'm like a pizza. She can't have my cheese unless she get to topping. <laughs> <laughs> now this is my thing to the young fellas, right? I get it. It is a bars, right? It that's a bar. Like don't don't get me wrong. But like so funny. Just be careful. Just be careful. Like like be careful. 
You have the potential to make 150 to $200 million on your next contract because you have earned it, right? You ain't going to make that rapping, bro. Like, there's like five people that have made that rapping. You ain't going to make that rapping. So, like, don't do anything or say anything, especially in this era of, like, people have very little tolerance for misogyny and bullshit and just just be careful. That's all. That's the only thing I'm saying. I'm don't give don't them give an, him an excuse. Get, get the, the bag. bag first, then release yeah, the LP. Get or the just bag, don't release the right? LP. Stay, period. Yeah. Stay no off. No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe I'm more talking about like that particular line, and I haven't listened to all of his right. music, so I'm not going to say right. there might be more, there might be less. I don't know. This this little line came up. And it's a great bar dope right if we heard this from somebody we'd be like, oh if we heard this from kendrick we'd be like yo man kendrick's got bars it's a great bar but bro keep the main specifically thing specifically speaking careful. to that Don't one people that one line to that one line in the sense of like yes but what right. you're saying there is if she wants that money she's got to get to doing this bro basketball's the main thing just be careful what yeah, like let's... just that can you know it don't take nothing when that when I saw that, and then obviously the social media stuff, guys, social media is cool except after twelve at night. You don't need to let people know what you're doing all the time. So this is what I thought when Who is this? <laughs> Why don't you grow up? <laughs> no, it says fuck as you do it. What are you proving? <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Every time somebody does something, I'm like, what are you doing? For $200 million, put me in a box and just let me oh, sit yeah. there. I'm like, a, until I get the bag and then I'm, I'm like coming out of new man. She can't have my cheese unless she get the topping. Like, great line, bro. Great line. And just... other news Warriors and Six. Moving on. Um, <laughs> okay. Darvin Ham. Ooh has been introduced as the Lakers' new head coach. What advice would awesome. you give him? Awesome. Do you love the hire? What advice would you give him? Prayers and thoughts. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think he's a – got to have a – better have a good yeah, weed yeah, man that, out there. That stress yeah, going to be hitting you. No, actually, did you hear that really. line? <laughs> did you hear that line yesterday for him? Get that Speaking sticky. of lines, when he was asked about say? the pressure no. – what do you say? Yep. When he was asked, I didn't hear do you feel the pressure? Obviously, the expectations, L.A., the Lakers, um, et cetera. And he said, with no hesitation, April 5th, 1988, I was shot in the face. This ain't pressure. This is basketball. Oh, shit. And then he proceeded on the Lake Show podcast yesterday to recall the okay, details and, and everything from that moment. Ricocheted right side. Pulled out left side of his neck, the bullet, a stray bullet, going to get pizza mm. in his hometown with his brother. A year later, talked about burying his friend. He was a pallbearer at 15 years old. I think, I don't know, listening and everything that comes in, and you guys understand as Be former different. players, winning, losing, there's been a lot of comparison. I think, Channing, maybe you said, no, you were talking about another current coach um but there's been a lot of comparisons just in terms of the the player coach mentality etc that he can bring a lot like that of t lou and just kind of that impact that you can have on players um 
I will just go on here, I guess, and say bias aside, even though I work for the Laker Network, getting to listen to that press conference and having him in studio yesterday. Um, I'm excited. I, I think he he deserves the opportunity and the chance. And I think he could Agreed. he could make it. Agree that. And and it totally. I think any coach that could come in and inspire hope or belief and trust, I think it's huge. And for him, you know, listen, and this is this is the honest truth. This may not be the nicest thing. His personal life and his attitude cannot help the Lakers Fact. win games. The players have to go win the games. He can coach his ass off, but until he gets the best version of where these guys are at with the roster that he has, right? Listen, you see them cooking shows where they're like, what's in the basket? <laughs> hey, make me a fondue with like some orange peels, uh, two chopsticks, and a, and a lint, lint roller. <laughs> he got to make it work. And so it's going to be hard for him. He's going to have the right attitude, but I like who he's bringing in because I know Sheed, he's going to keep it real. And Sheed is one of the most underrated power forwards in the history of basketball. And I think they're bringing him in because they need somebody who's going to keep it real with everyone and not be afraid like, fuck it, I don't need this job anyways, bitch. I'm going to talk yeah. to you how I need to talk to you. But I think they need that. I think they need that to, to be able to respect the guys that are working them out, but also like, all right, keep it real with me. I was some garbage today. Yeah, you were trash. Why? Well, and I think garbage. Yeah, and I that's think what it's, I say in Italy. Coaching can help. A new voice can help. But ultimately, the biggest struggle with the Lakers are one roster construction, and 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 two superstars underperforming. That's a bad combination, right? If two of your three superstars, which you have, you know, one probably overperformed in Braun, but we won't say it overperformed. We'll just say. He was on par for what he had accustomed to do, and we, we, we were accustomed to seeing. Russell underperformed, uh, AD underperformed, and then the rest of the 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 rest of the construction. There wasn't enough shooting. There wasn't enough that. That's a bad combination. Yeah, Looked like was, the Washington Generals out there. As far as Darvin Ham, like JJ Reddick said something like, "We get on here and we start talking about we start talking about oh the pressure and but and it's like no like you don't understand like basketball." means the most to us it is the most important thing but it is not how we live and die right like like Channing mm -hmm. like when you right. were going to to John Hopkins to get your heart checked out and you didn't know if you were ever going to play oh. basketball that's fucking pressure that's pressure yeah. right. like yeah, yo yeah. like yeah this means a lot to me I want it a lot but this shit ain't life or death so when people like no, no. When JJ I ain't life or death, motherfucker. Yeah, when somebody tell you yeah, about to die, you know? it's a little and different. And so, like, that's just the part that I look at it is like to make it's sure, like, the pressure, like basketball pressure. Yeah, it's the Lakers. There's a ton of basketball pressure, but overall, the pressure that we experience in our lives and that we see, oh, this is this is just basketball. What's the worst that's gonna happen? They're going to fire me, right? Like, okay, I, like, you know, th like, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, like Guaranteed Jeff Green. Contracts. We saw Jeff Green had to have. He still has that scar with his chest opened up because he had to have Oof. heart surgery. Like, like yeah, Jeff, yeah. how did you handle the pressure of a game seven in Boston? It's like, well, I when they opened high. up my chest a few years ago. I didn't know if I was. I didn't. Yeah, I season high. I didn't know if I was going to wake up the next day. Right? Like I didn't. I, like as they were putting that on me, I didn't. Jeff yeah. has never had a nice guy. Jeff is. Jeff is so even like Jeff yeah, get angry. Uh, I, Uncle Jeffy, can, I can't, Uncle Jeff, can, this is good. Can you guys we please text him that because I think he's really intimidated to come back on the podcast. 
because I've asked him several Jeff times. Like, Jeff and then sends me DMs. The other day. <laughs> what? No, go ahead. What'd you say? The other day I asked him to come on and no, he was I'm just saying- like, uh, da, 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 da. when would you like me to come on? And I'm like, are you afraid of these guys? Like, what is it? Why won't you just come Jeff, on the Jeff, podcast? Don't duck. I know, I know I post something good on social media when Jeff comments. <laughs> when Jeff, when Jeff, when, uh, oh, when yeah. Jeff com- oh yeah, when, 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 Jeffrey- when he comments, I don't care if it's just emojis or something, but my favorite thing about Jeff is that you can, like Jeff, Jeff is one of the most underrated good dudes, good teammates that we've had. Yeah, I love him. Oh he's my funny god, as shit too. He is the yeah. nicest human, right? You're like, damn, Jeff. You know what? Life is good, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, Jeff, life is good. Right, guys. Jeffrey, guys, I, I see Jeff shoes. I know you have to leave. Like two, right, three minutes. I know you have to leave. So, um, really quick though, Warriors in six. I said it, bringing all of that conversation to an end. Channing, are you still saying Warriors in five? Yes, you are. Oh my word. I wish Absolutely. I could read the tweet that you wow, no. or the text that you sent us the other day, where you put Warriors in Warriors in seven. Can I read it? What did I say? All right, no, don't read it. Don't. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was complaining about all of it, and now I was like, Warriors in five. And you Warriors have Warriors in, in seven. Still? All right, guys, I gotta run. <laughs> you just yeah, said two Warriors or three minutes. Yeah. Well, because I didn't know if he was going to go on one of his like random rants. No, I just want really quick. We'll end with this, and then you can run. They're not random. You'll like this. We'll wrap okay. up the podcast. After Johnny Depp was awarded $10.35 million judgment in his brutal defamation trial against his ex-wife, Amber Heard, he celebrated with 20 friends and racked up a $62,000 bill at an Indian restaurant in England. Channing, there was rosé involved. Damn! Indian food! How much there was... are you buying? <laughs> How much tiki masala do you need? What type of cuisine <laughs> are you choosing for a celebration like that? Richard, go first, and then you can leave. Oh, like that? Hey, listen. We going sake bombs and sushi, motherfucker. Bring out the boat. Bring it out. We slapping the table. Boom. Hey, for that one. No chopsticks. Sick. For that, for that, for no chopsticks, bring out the Bye. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I'm out. That does it for this edition of Road Trip and join us next week as always as we continue our NBA Finals discussion and get into some fun off the court topics that have caught our eye. As always, like, rate, and subscribe. Have a question or topic for next week's show, you know what to do. Text us or leave us a voicemail at 657-522-5578. That's 657-5-CALL-RT. See you next time. All right, road trippers, have you heard about prize picks? Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Our entire crew loves it and we know you will too. Price Picks has the best NBA prop game across the market. They offer more NBA props than any other DFS operator, and they offer every player and stat category you can think of. All new users that make their first deposit and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN will receive an instant 100% deposit match up to $100. Remember, with Price Picks, you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Price Picks even allows mixed sport entries. Use the award winning Price Picks app either on the App Store or Google Play today. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Make this year's finals a little more exciting and enjoy a special bonus offer on us. Check out prizepicks.com and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN or go to your app store today and download the app today. Remember, Road Trippers, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy.